Hello, welcome to the Anthology Zone podcast, where you'll find a fresh mix of short stories. This is episode two of the series, and it's called Picking Up the Pieces. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. Also, it contains some strong language, and listener discretion is advised. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Are you okay? Don't I look okay? You didn't need anything at breakfast. Wasn't hungry. And now you're quiet. I'm thinking. Me too. But I'm wanting to know how you feel. How I feel. Yeah, that's what I'm asking here. How you feel. Like we're doing the right thing. That's not actually a feeling. Well, it's it's what I'm thinking. Okay. And how are you feeling about doing the right thing? Truthfully, I don't know. Are you having second thoughts? And what if I were? Would that change anything? We could talk about it. We should talk about it. <laughs> oh, we could talk, but uh, it won't matter. Honey, it matters. I care. That's why I'm asking. But in the end, it doesn't matter. I say what I say, and you do what you do. That's not true. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, have you any doubts about what you were trying to do here ever since they carted Lori off to prison? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, come on, Debbie. You know that's not true. You make your mind up on something and it's done. It's written in stone. Nothing can stop you. You feel that you have no influence with me? On the big decisions, your mind shuts down tight like a steel trap, and there's no force on God's green earth that can open it up again. So, you think I'm not willing to hear you out on this decision? We're about 30 minutes away from taking a meeting across the street with these people from social services. You told me you were good with this decision. They've been pushing us for this decision since the baby was born. Actually, we've been discussing this since Lori said she was keeping Jessica. <laughs> discussing? Huh. You've told me what you've wanted me to do. And I've listened. But I don't recall you Asking me my thoughts. No, 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 excuse me. My feelings about this situation till now. I just thought... Thought what? That we were on the same page? Debbie, we did our job. We raised our kid for better or worse. Seems like it was for worse. The drugs were her choice. We did what we could. Did we do enough? How do you answer that? Were we really there for her? We were both working. You came home mostly just to sleep. So, all my hard work is what screwed up our daughter? I'm not saying that. Good. Because we were good enough parents. And at some point, she has to grow up and, and, and start making her own choices. Choices. 
What choice does she have now? Lori's in prison. She has no say in what happens to her baby. So then it falls on us? Who else? Who else is going to love our only grandchild? Don't say that. There are other good people in the world besides us. There, there, there's a, a child care system in place last I checked. You mean foster care? You'd let another couple raise Jessica in foster care? Yeah, I knew this wouldn't go well. And you wondered why I kept my mouth shut. I asked you a question. You'd let some perfect strangers raise our only grandchild? And how do I answer that? Without you making me out to be some kind of heartless bastard? What's wrong with me wanting a life for myself now? I put in my time. I worked my ass off to provide for you and Lori. Twice, I tried to straighten her out in rehab. That was my hard-earned money paid out to rescue her. And she does this to us? She has a baby now while getting caught selling drugs and going off to prison. And we don't even know who the father is. God damn it. I don't, I don't want to know. It's one less problem to deal with. But is this the thanks I get for doing all the right things so that now at a time when I'm finally retired and can enjoy my life, I'm not able to? Taking this baby into our home doesn't mean... Oh, Gary, we can still enjoy our lives. What are you talking about? I want to travel and see the world, but we still can. We can travel? Who says we can't travel? With a baby. Oh, who does that? People do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Rich people who can afford a nanny. That's not us. Look, Debbie, we're still healthy. We beat the odds here, but but for how long? And now you, you want to throw a baby into the mix. This baby has a name, Gare. You talk about Jessica like she's not even our flesh and blood. Look, all that kid gets us at this time in our life is sleep-deprived with, with a chain around our neck so that we never leave the house. I have other plans. Nobody planned this. Right. So I'm not accepting it. Gary. I think this is a chance to make things right. Make what right? Look, we both worked. She told me once that she felt like a latchkey kid. Oh, come on, Debbie. She was never alone. She, she had sitters, and, and when she was older, she had her friends. There was always food on the table. Yeah, it was mostly fast food I'd buy on the way home. And we ate without you most of the time. Well, I was working. She was hurting. She wanted your attention. Oh, she got it. I fought with her all the time, trying to get her to do the right thing. She was just a kid. And we let her slip away from us. But this is a chance to do it differently. To get it right this time for her child. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not in my plans, and I won't go along with this. Damn it, Gare. Jessie's here. She's arrived through no choice or planning of her own. And now it's time just to do what's right. Do not tell me what's right or wrong in this situation. You're screw doing the right thing. 
For once in my life, I'm doing my own thing. You got that? Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm just telling you what you need to know with feeling. And I'm telling you, I am not letting this baby go. Okay, then. Are you letting me go? Are you making this into an either-or decision? That'd be a yes. Wow. Why are you forcing this when there are other options for us to think about? But we need some time to think of them. Let's just take her home and then we'll figure it out. Look at me, honey. I-I-I'm breaking down here. My mind, my... My body, my, my, my soul is tired. I'm old. And I've earned the right to rest. And I want to do that with the woman I love. I want to spend my life with you now. And not in ten years when our daughter gets out of prison. So there's, there's no room for a baby at this time. It just can't work out that way. Gary, it's got to work. Jesse needs us now. Let's crunch the numbers and maybe we can hire a nanny. Yeah? You... You are not hearing me. I am hearing you. I love you, honey. I want to visit places we've never seen and make new memories. Please don't make this decision into something we both regret. Please don't take yourself away from me because I don't want to live without you in my life. But I don't want to let go of this precious little soul, either. This is... so sad, baby. It doesn't have to be. I don't think I can do this. You're a good man. You've already given me this great life. You deserve to live out your life in the way that you want to. And I'm not judging you. I appreciate that. Because this is something that I simply cannot do. Okay, then. I get it. You do? Yes. And I love you. I want you to know that. I know. And I love you too. I'm taking her home. What? All I need for you to do is come with me to this meeting and help me get her home. So, you are... Choosing Jessica over, over me. No, no, I am not. What I am doing here is making a choice to do the right thing. And that's because I believe that our daughter, or God, or the universe has given us... No, me. The universe has given me a second chance to be a mother to this child. To be there for Jessica in all the ways that I wasn't for our daughter. I'm going to let Jessie know every day that she's loved. Can't you see it, Gare? 
I want to get it right and leave this world knowing that I did the right thing by my child and her baby. I need this chance. And I'm taking it with you or without you. Wow. 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 I say what I say, and you do what you do. Yes. And what I need for you to do is help me make this right. So we will go to this meeting, and you will nod your head and say the right things so we can take Jessica home with us. Or else... Or else... what? It won't go well for us, Gary. It just won't go well. Is, is that a threat? Oh, don't mean it to be. Look, you take it how you want, and you can do whatever you please once we get her home, and I won't stand in your way. But you will not stand in my way now. You will not take this opportunity from me. Do you hear me, Gary? Oh, I, I hear you. But I cannot believe my ears. Enough talk. What about my feelings? I got it. I heard all about your feelings. And now I have to square them with my own. Are you ready to go? Do I have a choice? Oh. I guess not. Okay. I'll do what you ask. And we'll just pick up the pieces of our marriage later. Yes. Picking up the pieces. That's exactly what I'm doing here. Thank you for listening to Picking Up the Pieces. This episode was written by Paul Siracci. Directed by Conrad Dunn. Produced by Cynthia Turkington. Recording engineer and sound design by Matt Brousseau. Performed by Dolores Aguano as Dorothy and Gregory Nibel as Gary. Hosted by Yvette Green. And a special thanks to Starburns Industries. For more information on the Anthology Zone podcast, please go to anthologyzone.com.